I don't want to feel that um okay nah, I got a first shooter so I can bring lesser gears because the first shooter will just take care of everything. So I want to have like my gears with me and then in case if first shooter lens got something wrong, then at least I still can back them. Uh. Yeah, correct. What up beautiful people? So uh, today we have our guest Benjamin Ng photography. So uh, Benjamin has been shooting for quite a few years and today we have him on our podcast to talk about how to be the best second shooter that you can ever be, how to prep yourself mentally, uh, equipment wise, uh, creative wise, how can you complement your first shooter. Uh, that's, that's all that on our podcast. Uh, but before we start, I uh, just want to thank every one of you again to uh, spend your editing hours and play as your podcast. I've heard uh, people in the wedding industry have feedback that they find this very helpful and they use the chance to kind of listen what the community is saying and the guests with their golden nuggets and I uh, really appreciate that and uh, you guys keep on doing what you guys are doing and if there's a chance if I can invite any one of you that want to share, please let me know, DM me. I'd love to have you in our podcast. Yeah, and uh, but without further ado, let's go to our podcast. Welcome everyone to another episode of Let's Get Creative Podcast, where I'm your host, Yen Chong from Yen Chong Videos. So today we are very lucky to have Benjamin Ng Photography, and of course his brand is his name just like mine Yen Chong videos from uh, Yen Chong from Yen Chong videos so uh, Benjamin could you share uh, how you actually get started how long you've been doing this and the whole shabam I think I started um, maybe 7 years 6-7 years ago yeah so I was just playing with <coughs> my friend's DSLR and then I started to um, get obsessed with like the bokeh oh yeah, Same. so that, that was the thing that got me started. And then, uh, yeah, at that time, uh, it was expensive for me to own a DSLR. Were so, you a student? Yeah, still student. Ah, wonder. Okay. Then, um, so I started with his, my friend's camera first. Yeah, so I learned from him everything. And then slowly, my dad um, bought me a DSLR. So we shared, like we, we sort of shared the camera. So I started learning from YouTube. So the first wedding that I got was a friend's wedding. Yeah, so it was lucky la, that they trust me to do their wedding. Although they know that I have absolutely no experience at all, like zero. By then, how long you been uh, picking up that skill already? Um, I think maybe one to two years of just oh. playing with DSLR. Oh, that's really good. Mm. So, okay, what's the... Uh, do, you, do you consider... Okay, let you choose. Will you consider your friend's DSLR your first DSLR or your dad's DSLR as your first DSLR? I think my friend's DSLR as the first. And what's the brand and the... Nikon. The whole thing. Nikon? Yeah, it was a D... 9... D80, I think, or D90. Oh, yeah, yeah, correct. It's them all. Yeah. With what lens that you shoot with? It was still the kit lens. <coughs> oh the kit lens Okay okay Then your dad's one eh? Also same So we got D80 Also the kit lens I think it was 18135 Wow Wow you got a full range la. Okay mm. okay Yeah this, this shows that You don't really need Like super intense Yeah But how was the shoot Like how's your first experience Like Um Scary uh, First time Yeah <laughs> cause 
people's wedding. I know. But luckily, he was very... The, the wife and him were very uh, easygoing. So mm. they just want photos to document the whole wedding. Mm. Yeah, so that was also my first time with like flash and all to shoot. Wow, you shoot flash on, flash on the first one? Ah? Yeah. Wow. I so it was scary. Yeah, I imagine. I mean, until now, I still haven't really learned the full skill of using a flash mm. I a bit detest it because it's like I don't know how how it works sometimes you overexpose sometimes you underexpose <laughs> you might expose the wrong thing then it's all oh, the whole oh, crazy yeah correct yeah. you so, still have to know sorry, you still have to know like where to bounce the light off and all. I know I think it's a really playing with the thing that makes you like grow la. Mm. you have to you know, like pick up here and there so yeah learn from him through uh, using all the different equipments really play around with it Okay, so we kind of know how you get started and everything. So uh, what are the projects that you currently like uh, working on? Mm, right now, mostly weddings and then a little bit of corporate, like sometimes um, corporate headshots and then also a little bit of like family shoots. Oh, mm. I always wanted family shoots, but mm, currently no takers. I think video is very rare. Mm, to have I'm like family or baby or like your know, newborn. Sorry, yeah, maternity shoots and all. Yeah, actually, you know, uh, people that are listening to this episode, right? Uh, I would like to kind of like uh, share that actually, uh, video is possible to do all these other things that photography does, like all the maternity shoot and stuff. It's actually possible. So, anyone that's interested in in uh, this kind of shoot is uh, definitely possible to storytell through the video lens. Okay, so um. You introduce yourself, but we want to know more. So uh, what I do with my guests is we have quick fire rounds for my guests mm-hmm. to kind of like uh, so that we can explore more. But is sometimes with uh, topics that is in out of creative lah, to just kind of like know you. Okay. okay uh, <coughs> so what's the best piece of advice that you have received? Best piece, um, I think to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, because we tend for me lah, I tend to. Stay in my comfort zone Because I know Like confirm safe one <coughs> Confirm like, like when You won't go wrong Doing Something that You've been doing for Like a long time Okay But that also Restricts you That means like Every time you do or It's all, it's all the same pattern If you don't get, go out Of your comfort zone So if you step out Of your comfort zone And try something different Although it can be Scary at times Like oh what if You do this And then The client doesn't like it Or you don't know how to um, execute that certain how, how like you don't know how to shoot a certain scene if you go out of your comfort zone and then what if you like screw up yeah mm. so these are the, these are the worries but it helps you to grow like once you step out of it you manage to learn then you know that oh next time you can also next time you can do this as well mm. Mm. is there a safer way to to jump into things that you're uncomfortable in uh, without like Without like uh, Affecting your Job uh, Capabilities For your mm. client Sometimes it's to Do your homework first Yeah Oh my god You and Ryan say The exact oh. same thing Yeah <laughs> Do the homework first <clears throat> Yeah you have to do A little bit of homework la, Like before the shoot Look at how People have done it mm. And then Try to figure out um, How you can also Do The same thing On your shoot But sometimes mm. it's not It's not like Copying Another photographer's work Or another creative's work But it's, it's To learn Like certain techniques And then see how you can 
uh, implement it in your in your work. Mm, wow, that's very good advice. Okay, so uh, what's something that you failed at? Failed at mm, mm, anything. I think failed at I would say interacting with people. <clears throat> uh, clients per se, or like any other anyone in particular. Uh, not so much of clients, but maybe more of the guests, Because like for wedding photography, it's always better if you can communicate or interact with the mm. guests over there. Mm. <clears throat> and then, uh, for me, I'm, I am more reserved, so I tend to just do my work, try to get the shots that I want without uh interrupting or without interfering with people. Uh, so, so, so you're more like a ninja shooter la. Yeah Okay okay I mean there's, there's good thing about Being a ninja shooter uh, But then again Yeah I agree that Wedding is a Is a people's game mm, uh, Understand that everybody Has their job to do uh, Communicating with Guests or Even bride and groom Or parents Are equally important la, correct, yeah. Because uh, It's still an emotional day So With uh, uh, there's always human a uh, human factor into what we are doing la. Corporate maybe also need la, but uh mm. not not as intense because the number of people in the corporate scene might be lesser. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so if your house was on fire, what are the two things <coughs> that you would want to take from your house? Mm. Right now at the top of my mind right, it's actually my passport and my camera. Ayo. Yeah. Okay, you got you got you got no pets, right? No, no. Okay, you know it'd be heartless. <laughs> <laughs> so why uh, why why passport and camera? Why why passport so so particular? Yeah, actually, I don't know why passport just <laughs> appeared in my mind. Maybe because I just came back from a trip. Oh, so, so that's like the first thing on my mind, and then second one yeah would be camera, because like you invested so much. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I true lah. Everybody was just. Ryan also said the same thing We'll pick oh. up that camera first <laughs> Okay uh, If you have one lens to shoot What will it be and why? Mm, one I would say 35 right. Oh my god You and Ryan said the exact oh, same thing uh, But I have to say why la, Why? Um, I think A lot Initially la, A lot of people were telling me that, like, They were saying Oh 50mm It's like the, t- the go-to lens mm. So I tried 50 And then I find that It's a bit narrow It's a bit tight for me mm. And then I prefer The The view that I, the, the view that I get From a from 35 mm. <coughs> Yeah But before I went for my trip right I was thinking Should I bring like My 35 Or like a kit lens 18 to 55 mm. But I end up I went for 18 55 Cause Easier to It's lighter More versatile Yeah correct Oh I totally understand I mean I've been uh, I also travel quite a bit mm. And Usually if you Go travel It's always between uh, How functional Your lens is And like Portable And you know Like the whole thing mm. But then uh, I always struggle I have like, this internal struggle Between Should I Be more like Versatile Or should I Train myself to be a more disciplined shooter using certain focal length. Yeah, this is the internal struggle that I have every <coughs> single time, la. But end up, what what I do is I bring both. 
<laughs> so you can choose on the day itself, like you know, cause the the date like the whole timetable for every day is different, mm. So depend on where I'm going. Mm. If I know I'm going for like a night event, uh, the light condition is like one of the worst one mm. kind. Then I'll just bring a prime lens mm. where it's more easy to kind of like absorb light. But if I'm going like uh like a day trip out, then maybe a zoom, zoom lens might help better but okay. I think spoiled for choice because mm. I have the 18 to 105 right ridiculously long ah. so it becomes like even if I give me give myself the whole range right mm. how much will I use like I will fluctuate and end up I won't shoot correctly or shoot properly because mm. I'm given that range then I'm confused between how yeah. should I shoot the 18 or towards the tighter mm. range yeah. but I think I slowly appreciate the prime and the limitation of it. Mm. So if you kind of limit yourself, you have to break the box to really how to say yeah, zoom in zoom out yourself, right right. Like how to frame your shot and lighter, lor. I don't have to think about you know, oh, do I have to bring so many lens? Mm. It gives me much more prospect, la. So this one I understand why your photographer like to use a wider, a wider and a tighter, like a thirty-five, eighty-five. Correct. Yeah. Makes much more sense. But you're used to camera body, so. Crazy heavy. <laughs> Don't know how you're cancer, but <laughs> okay. So, who would you like to play in the movie? Uh, if you can play any character in your life, who would you want to be, and why? Wow. <clears throat> I really love this movie. It's called Life Is Beautiful. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but it's also a very touching one. Uh. It's about. Um, it's about. I think during the Nazi period and uh, the German period, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so this dad was trying to convince the kid, because they were sent to this concentration camp. So the, so the dad was convincing the kid. Oh, <clears throat> they are actually playing a game. They have to play hide and seek. So the kid must always hide, from the, soldiers, to not get caught. Oh. So the whole story was quite touching, and then in the end, the dad, uh, died. Oh. Yeah, got killed by the soldiers. So, but then the kid managed to hide from all the soldiers thinking that it was a game until the end of the war. Wow. Yeah. <coughs> okay, okay. So, you know, I think the dad is kind of like a inspiration to Impact me. Impact you the Correct. most. Mm. Mm. Wow, very deep, very deep. Very sad, but very deep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, if you have one superpower, what will it be and why? <coughs> mm, to duplicate myself. You mean for your work, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one the, the, the first thing I thought Is like Oh so you can shoot more <laughs> I didn't even thought About any other purpose But just to shoot more yeah, like Split yeah. yourself Shoot Yeah Agree If I'm also at the football, also do the same thing Okay if uh, What's the best movie You ever watched Best movie mm, I would say it, It'd be the same movie Life same is movie, But then yeah. I think it can be quite Boring la, Like keep saying The same movie It's okay I mean it's up to you You get to know you mm-hmm. Personally If you really love the movie Yeah I think That would be a movie Because I keep Recommending to people When when you watched it Then Yeah <coughs> mm, I think Many years ago Maybe Five Six years ago already Wow And you still remember yeah. Like the details at all. Okay wow That's a really very really good movie Okay If you weren't in this industry uh, Then what would you be doing now? Mm. Marketing uh, Those office job You also said 9 to 5 kind la. <coughs> Okay Yeah true la, true la. I mean If I'm not doing this I'll also be Doing 9 to 5 Just to survive 
mm. but while we are doing uh, related lah, related mm. side 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 gigs. Okay, so now you answer all the questions. We gotta know a little bit more about Benjamin. So uh, we come to the first, uh, the main topic of the day, which is like uh, being, uh, being a model second shooter or like shooter one or one or whatever you can say. But our topic will be focusing on being a second shooter. I believe everybody just started their their journey as a second shooter or started as a basically a shooter. You definitely need someone to guide you along. So, uh, planting yourself out there, being a second shooter, like what uh, previously Clara also mentioned, uh, that uh, plant yourself out there to try, but in order to try, you have to shoot for others in order to grow. I believe Benjamin also went through very, very similar. I also personally went through very similar path. Uh, Benjamin, you can kind of share like, uh, how long you've been second shooting before you start taking in your own and what does it really takes to be a second shooter be it mentally skills and also like uh, equipment wise how can you complement the first shooter <coughs> I think I second shoot for like my friends for probably a few years lah, maybe two three years mm. yeah then after that slowly get the confidence to shoot on my own yeah and then um, what else uh, uh, how, how uh, what does it really takes to be one uh, to make your first shooter like I would say more practical way like to want to shoot with you again mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> being a second shooter I think it's more of you know like what you say complementing the first shooter mm. to get more um not just more photos but then uh, it's a well well covered well documented wedding or any events for your clients so because usually if you are the only shooter there's you only have you have to go for all the important shots the key shots and then you have to give up on like certain moments that's happening behind you or, cert- or moments that are like somewhere in certain corners of the ballroom and stuff but when you have a second shooter yeah, your job is to go and cover all these moments. Like certain certain things happening like at certain tables. Yeah, so that when the couples they look back at the photos, then they'll be like, Oh, I didn't know this was happening. Yeah. Um uh, like if okay, just like you mentioned like uh you can shoot all these like specific moments. Uh do you practice like uh the the creative shots or do you like uh only focus on what is being told to you like by your first shooter? Mm, I try to do both. Definitely, you must also listen to your first shooter because they are the other ones hiring you. <laughs> so if like they they tell you to get like certain shots, certain angles, yeah, try to get those shots. Try to get those first, then you can get the creative shots. Okay. Mm. Then uh, how about like uh being uh, mentally prepped do you have any like ritual uh, before you go for like your second shoot uh, anything that you usually do so that your first shooter uh, like can rely on you on certain things like do you bring extra stuff you know do you like do something for your first shooter in particular some good tips of being a second shooter um, <coughs> I think the most important one is make sure that all your gears 
are like fully charged and all your you clean your lenses and stuff because you don't want to go for a shoot and then your first shooter have to worry about you have to like lend you their batteries and stuff mm. so you instead of helping the first shooter you be, you become more like a like Extra. a burden <laughs> to them yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and then uh, it's also good to know what are the angles or what kind of photos that your first shooter always go for mm. so that you don't do the, you don't shoot the same thing yeah because end up he can only pick like from the he can only pick one photo one of two photos from the Particular, same angle yeah. yeah and yeah well, I think it's to have a you need to have like good chemistry with the first shooter yeah so that you know how he works what is he or she shooting and then you can cover the other stuff yeah actually uh, okay I oh this resonate a lot uh, I totally agree what Benjamin said about uh, really being in the zone, like uh, observing your main shooter's uh, role uh, while getting your own angle. Uh, at the start, being a second shooter myself, I have this problem also where I'm too into my gear. Mm. Once you're shooting, uh, moments keep fleeting so you're very concerned about camera settings and everything but then uh, once in a while you may forget where your main shooters are at so I believe a lot of starters when they shoot they sometimes do engross in their own camera settings and you know in their LCD screen mm. they sometimes don't read the room cool. I think uh, looking at your own own first shooter still okay but if you add in uh, people that are walking around you uh, plus the videographers that are coming around you uh, that might uh, affect people la, because mm. sometimes you shift in a space where you are clashing with other shooters so uh, space awareness mm-hmm. I was being uh, last time being as a second shooter uh, for another uh, production house I was being mentioned of not being space aware I think space aware is something that resonates a lot so sometimes when nowadays when I shoot uh, because of his his uh, sayings in past uh, past shoots makes me very aware in si- different situations when I'm shooting tea ceremony when I'm shooting ceremony I when I shoot I don't always stick my face into the LCD screen you always must see what's beyond your horizon and really see who are standing where at any moment so that when you need to shift you need to shift then or, or even when you need to communicate with your first shooter eye contact or something uh, it can be done uh, you just need to be we- very wary your eyes has to spread between what you're shooting and what you're looking la. I think a lot of people at the start this is the main mistake that they make that they only shoot with the their eyes are only the lens they don't they don't open up enough mm. so that sometimes when I'm trying to communicate as a first shooter I'm kind of trying, to, trying to communicate as a second shooter to shift place or certain place they don't even see yeah. so because of that uh, sometimes now my strategy is I might need to plant a third camera like a tripod I notice that this is like a strategy that I might want to use in future is to plant a tripod to aim at a scene where it's dead when I say dead uh, it's like ceremonial when the bride and groom is already there they can't mm. shift place this is where they are standing mm. so maybe aim a dead camera that's there to just save that shot 
then both main and main and the second shooter can be able to float around and take the what you call the fleeting moments lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is something that I've learned through this whole year. Uh, as in at least for last year, two thousand nineteen, that was like one of the big thing that I've learned. Like really, I I now I now I can see people that shoot for a while and people never shoot for a while. You can see their space awareness. Mm. They really will big difference on like suddenly you can see. They can just stand there throughout the thing. <laughs> then you just like, why are they standing <laughs> uh, on a shot that has been shot for like more than two minutes? Mm-hmm. You no, know, this is something. No, no, no one even photo or video will stare at one spot and just shoot. Un- unless you're lazy, you're using a zoom lens, then much easier or crowd reaction. But uh, no one will just stand there and just shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that is quite handy, lah. So for equipment wise. Uh, you 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 say you need to clean your lens and everything. Uh, do you have like a set of items that you use, uh, to kind of like brand yourself as really second shooter, or do you rent your equipment <coughs> in between? I used to rent, but then slowly as I like pick up more jobs and then save up, then I start to purchase them. Yeah, which I think it's it's better also, because rent sometimes you have to. Depend on whether it's available or not. If it's not available, then or you need to pan- then you panic. So if you have it on your own, at least you know, <coughs> uh, that okay now you confirm have the gears ready for that shoot. Okay. Mm, so but, uh, but 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 maintenance wise, it's also up to you, because if you rent maintenance, it's the the rental center will maintain the lens for you. Oh yeah, this is actually quite a good pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh yeah pro tip pro tip uh really balance between, uh your equipment and stuff la. So you need to know. But is there like a, like a list of items that you you feel that must must have to in order to second shoot. <coughs> list of items. Uh, mm, just generic stuff like. Usually, I will bring the gears. That I use if I'm solo shooting. Oh, so I those have. are your list of things that you second shoot, lah. Mm. Ah, like you, you don't like purposely bring something like only deem as to complement the first shooter. Or mm, like. Not really, lah. Um, you know, because when I second shoot, right, I will still take it as though, uh, I'm shooting like on my own. Mm. <clears throat> but then, because I don't want to. I don't want to feel that um okay lah I got a first shooter, so I can bring lesser gears because the first shooter will just take care of everything. So I want to have like my gears with me and then in case if first shooter lens got something wrong, then at least I still can back them ma. Yeah, correct. I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's quite a legit, uh, legit way lah. Mm-hmm. So uh, is there uh can you like share some like handy like uh. Tricks on the day itself. That means you already prep finish. You already clean your lens, everything. Is there any handy tips that you can share as a second shooter to make your day as a second shooter much easier, so that you don't kalang kabo on the day itself? Hmm. I think the most important one is to look at the itinerary. You have you. Uh, it's important to know like the flow of events, rather than just waiting for your main shooter to tell you all. Oh, this is going to happen next. This that's going to happen after that. So if you have a clear idea or at least like a rough idea of what's going to happen, then it's easier for you to plan. Uh, where to plant yourself 
because you know what's going to happen, then roughly where's your main shooter going to be at, so mm. you can go and cover other stuff. Mm. Mm. And then, yeah, you know, I think just cover, <coughs> just got to be aware of where your main shooter is. Mm. Okay, like mm. okay, this is one thing that okay apart from being, uh, like knowing the itinerary is very important. What I mentioned, uh, with uh, nothing visuals, Ryan. Uh, the previous time was also we, we mentioned about uh, the, the scheduling you can actually screenshot and put on a lock screen so anytime you can refer mm. and stuff so it's quite handy uh, for me personally on the day the most handy tip it's not really a tip is taking care of your first shooter uh, in terms of you know because sometimes first shooter as a videographer first shooter usually have to do the editing of the film right. stuff like that so what I usually do as a second shooter I will kind of like you know uh buy the drinks mm. and stuff, uh, buy the food, make sure that he or she is like fed properly, mm. yeah, taking care of their needs, like their basic needs, mm. uh, pack their stuff, pack cool, their yeah. gear. It's all these small, small things, like all these physical things that make their life much easier. Like uh, the luggages that you need to kind of like bring up and down. The gears are not light, so every time we have to board a uh, transport, we have to make sure. So, I felt that all these small gestures are important mm. in the long run uh, to form the chemistry, right? Because if you don't, if you don't take care of their <coughs> needs, then they also feel like, oh, oh paying you also uh, quite sian, <laughs> like basically paying, paying a robot that takes instruction. Mm. Like no point. La. So if you really want to be into in this industry or being a second shooter, it's really important to know your social cues, taking care Previously, we talked about taking care of brides and groom. They are equally important. But now we talk about taking care of your the, the, the allies that you're shooting with, the partners. Even if you don't know the photographer as a videographer, I feel that is, we are doing the same role, same line. I always, if I have the capacity, I usually want to take care of them also. Mm. Like, make sure that they are, they are alert. Uh, even tell the photographer, hey, uh... Later, what time, what time will be like this thing happening? Cool. Where will you be? You know, just make sure that everybody is communicated throughout. Mm. So, uh, when we are shooting marching or something, we won't clash together. You won't make a big confusion between each other. So, yeah, it's a tip between second shooter, first shooter, and basically the whole people that are doing their job lah, as a cool. vendor. Lah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's the, what's the do's and don'ts of being a second shooter? <coughs> Maybe you can give like a, a few. I think the number one don't is don't get into their frames. <laughs> yeah, because mm. end up you see their photos all <coughs> like most of their shots you can see the second shooter in the frame then it spoils the photo. So yeah, number one is don't ruin your uh, main shooter's photos. Okay. <coughs> then Mm. Do's wise Yeah like what you said it's, I think it's important To just To take care of One another like Especially to help your Main shooter Cause um, You are there to help them Make their job easier also So if If they have to rush to uh, If the couples and The main shooter have to rush to a spot To take photos Then you can just help by You know taking care of their luggage Help them get their gears and stuff So it helps It helps them to um, not worry so much but then at the same time they can get the shots that they need yeah so sometimes as second shooter right there are some uh, some sacrifices la. 
yeah, maybe maybe you go for a shoot thinking that oh you want to get this certain image as a second shooter but then on the day you know that the opportunity is there but then the priority goes to the main shooter mm. <clears throat> so um, I would rather help with the logistics and let the first shooter get his shots rather than me wanting to get my own shots yeah I think uh, putting the team first is mm. very crucial la. Uh-huh. I mean, it's still a learning process, a growing process. You, there's a reason why you are sticking with this main shooter. Maybe it's their style that attracts you. Maybe it's their work ethics that attracts you. But uh, previously, we talk, I talked with Jack for Three House Weddings. Uh, we also talk about why, why we choose certain people as second shooter and why some second shooter doesn't work. Mm. Like some, some shooters can shoot certain things really well, but just cannot mix with certain first shooters due to maybe social cues are not there mm. uh, maybe this guy can shoot very well it's just maybe the chemistry yeah. you know it all leads down to how well you work with the team and not how well you shoot mm. you can get the best shot you can even shoot better than the first shooter but then on the day where you are being paid as a second shooter the mental switch has to be uh, being a second la. Mm. and uh, have to make some leeway uh of sometimes not just shooting but to serve them properly right. la. okay so um, what's the uh, what's the most passionate part uh, when you are doing a shoot a project commercial big commercial or weddings which part of the pro- which part of the project you are like the most enjoy then? yeah the shooting part would be the most passionate one why because it's where I get to see Because for me I really like To see those emotions On Like Jodi <clears throat> So Like On the on, Like just one day itself You can see The same people Cry And then laugh Maybe cry again So it's something That I really like So to So Personally I think Sometimes it's quite uh, Evil uh, Like deep inside me <laughs> like, <laughs> like doing Thank you speech right I'll be like oh, Like the person like want to want to cry already. Then in my mind, I'm like, okay, please let 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 that be a tear to roll that roll down your cheek. <laughs> and so <clears throat> those are the uh, emotions that I want to capture. So during the shoot, it's where I'm. I would say most passionate. Nice. Mm. Yeah, Clara also mentioned that our job it feels like we are a bully. Mm-hmm. Every time we will cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I kind of agree. Uh, for me is. Not just a thank you speech. Sometimes I'm I'm more looking towards, uh, the moments where the parents and the, and the daughter or their son, mm. and that's the most the part that, that hits me the most. Mm. Do do you do you shake when you or also not so shake la, not like shake very jala, but have you went to a like shoot a wedding where you can really feel it and your voice has to shake like for the jitter a bit. That is when you feel it. Uh, <coughs> I, I realize I tend to get emotional. During the speeches oh. <clears throat> Like even though The speech is not about me at all Like yeah. <laughs> It's just Oh uh, Daddy mommy I want to thank you For the past few years And then sometimes uh, Or rather 8 out of 10 shoots I'll feel that my eyes Start to get, the... uh, Teary But luckily I got Camera to block uh, So uh, it's still okay oh, <clears throat> yeah. so, And then Sometimes it's the Veiling part 
Oh, yeah. Mm. That's the... Oh. Sometimes I will ask the parents, okay, after viewing, you can say something to the parents. But most most Asian parents, they are quite um, shy on... Yeah. Like, I ask them to say, then the dad will be yep, like... You're not the only one. Don't need, <laughs> la, don't need, don't need to say anything. Well, why must I say? But then after that, then they will say... Then after, Everything, right? Yeah. Flow out. Then you I can know. see the dad turn the head then get a bit emotional. Yeah, <coughs> yeah it really depends. Uh. Uh, it's really give and take. Sometimes you really mm-hmm. get it, then wow, it's the best feeling in the world. To Correct, yeah. Really get it. Real emotions. Okay, so uh, what's the biggest mistake that you have made as a second shooter? Mm, I think there was once I second shoot for Clara from Perfect Statement. Mm. And then, because she was moving quite fast, I think I think it was during gate crash. Mm. So she was like moving around and then uh, as much as I try to like get out of her frames right sometimes I'm a bit too late like I'm focused on certain angle then I saw her moving and then she snapped ready then I move away so end up I think some of her photos right uh, I got I got into some of her photos lah oh yeah okay so, lah not really mistake lah mm-hmm. still can rectify on lah yeah, can, yeah, Clara, just use more brush too. And, uh, <laughs> shooting with Benjamin, <laughs> brush him off. Yeah, slowly brush him off. More, more work. I uh, just charge it to his pay. Uh. <laughs> I just stop, stop my pay. Yeah, <laughs> so for every photo is like maybe ten bucks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then now you won't. Then you just jump away from yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, what's the best tip that you can give for creatives out there that wants to? start this journey then or want to jump into being a second shooter do you have any like uh, tips even not just second shooter lah. maybe you just want to jump into curious about going into this industry mm. what's the best tip that you can give our fellow listeners out there mm. <clears throat> it's I think you must be teachable but at the same time <clears throat> also a little bit stubborn but the stubborn is more towards the parents because when I when I joined um, when I told them I want to focus on like wedding photography so most parents like mine uh, they will say go and get a, food, a stable job better uh. so they have been nagging at me for like a few years uh. <laughs> yeah. but you survived yeah so <laughs> I think right now they more or less like give up already they just <laughs> let me do my stuff so the I think one key thing is also to show them your works. Because mm. like you go out in the morning to shoot, come back late at night, then they don't know what's the kind of fo- what are the kind of photos that you get, what are the kind of things that you have like achieved outside. So sometimes it, when you show them the photos, then they'll be like, oh, oh my son can take photos on you know? <laughs> then they'll say, Oh okay, nah, still can. Yeah. And then you have to be teachable, like just learn from people. Yeah, cannot like die die. You want your way, or you, you think that your style is the most perfect. The kind, mm. so to learn from people, it's I think it's the best thing, especially if you can have people that are willing to teach you. Cause I think it's very competitive in this industry. Yes. Like everyone will have their unique, um, unique selling point la. Like all oh, this guy, shoots in certain way. Then that guy shoots in another. Like maybe very bright kind of photos mm. so if someone is willing to teach you then yeah, just learn no? yeah I think yeah not easy to find 
a second shooter that kind of like blends in your style in particular. Correct, yeah. Uh, we're just saying style. We're not even talking about like work well as a team. Uh, I think that is like another thing that had to balance between how the person can shoot and how well the person can serve you. Mm-hmm. It's really a very thin line. Like I have friends that I think that is really good uh, as like uh, maybe in the editing space mm. but not really suitable for shooting because maybe the way that the person shoot might not be relevant. So maybe he's more of like a suited editor mm. for me rather than a person that knows how to shoot cool. their style. Their part. Not, not, not saying that the person shoot is wrong. It's just saying that maybe their style is not as nice. Uh. Like, mm. I've engaged a second shooter that actually shot well in my, so, so-called in my level. Like, I felt that, oh, this person can shoot the way that I shoot. Mm. So, okay, in terms of technical, very clear. Mm. But my client can actually see uh, the shots between mine and his. Oh. And actually say that mine was a little bit better. And they don't understand why he shot like that, mm. like his way. Then I personally can't tell because I felt like it's professional enough mm. to be edited as a video. Uh, but I'm surprised that even clients can tell. Like if smart clients can really tell the difference. Like even though we are using the same camera things and stuff, uh, the way that we shoot can communicate to the clients' mm. sense lah. And there's something that I've learned quite recently only. That's why I mentioned like um, the shooting style. You really must understand la. like uh, until now I still think that it's a bit creepy because they can tell what shot in is shot mm. mine was his so I haven't got to tell the second shooter yet as a first shooter it's important to keep educating your okay. second shooter keep the, there's no perfect team so the only way is to keep actually second shooter also must take skin a bit like mm. us like really be like you say teachable like really go and ask is there anything I can improve on what kind of shot I can do better then you can actually pick some skill from your first shooter and like learn from them use it on your own shoot you know kind of morphed it mm. send it to them send it to your first shooter and ask like ask for feedback like really go and ask like oh uh, is this shot okay Correct. can it be improved better uh, I also let uh, Jack because I also shoot second shoot for Jack mm. and uh, um she also asked to like watch my own shoot and edit edited video mm. and she gave me feedback like certain shot can be tighter, why should it be tighter? Okay. The explanations behind. So being a second shooter, you really must take skin a bit, just go deep inside and ask. After every shoot, maybe you can ask the first shooter to kind of like review your shots, give feedbacks. First shooter, on the other hand, should be willing to teach lah. Yeah, correct. Even if the second shooter willing to learn, <coughs> but if you want to keep to yourself, it's a bit hard for a second shooter to really grow. It's something that has to take two hands to clap, law. Mm. And I'm glad that you managed to find Ryan and Ricky yeah. as like I believe is a mentor mm. character. Uh, they both are really skilled at what they do. You yourself has been doing quite a long time, and I know you recently joined them not long ago, right? Yeah, I think two eh? coming to two years. Oh, okay lah, la. long yeah. enough la. Two years, yeah. Then yeah, it's very hard to find in this industry la. So, uh, where can people find your work and w- which channel would they uh, would you prefer them to like find out more about your work and stuff? Mm. 
right now I'm mostly on Instagram so it's like my name Benjamin Ng Photography yeah so most most of my works are over there is there a website that you can also follow? a website not yet so I'm still in the midst of doing one okay mm. so when it will come out <laughs> Uh, Set a deadline. <laughs> so this will be your New Year resolution. <laughs> wow, it will take quite a while. So guys, uh, we will anticipate your new website. But meanwhile, if you're really interested in what Benjamin shoots, please feel free to visit. I will put the the whole thing shenanigans below. And uh, thank you, Benjamin, today for your time. You. Uh, if you guys have any questions today, we will just skip the whole Q and A because I feel like really try out all the topics that we want to talk about but I, I thank you for people that have used the chance to ask me a question to actually give uh, feedbacks uh, give their thanks uh, a lot of people say that the contents are really good so uh, uh, thank you everyone that spend their time to actually listen watch the podcast or video cast and uh, thank you Benjamin again and we will see you next time bye